0: Hey, everyone. This is our midweek leadership podcast. We believe that as you listen to it, it is going to move your life forward. So get ready for an amazing message. All right, big, huge hand clap for everybody who's listening online right now. We love you all. And this is your formal invite. You are invited anytime on Thursday morning, 9 o'clock. We'd love to see you here. If you are here in the city and you can get here, we'd love to see you. Uh, this is our, uh, leadership prayer and leadership time, and I wanted to take uh, a little bit of time and talk for the next couple of minutes. Before we do that, let's pray. Father, we thank you so much for this morning. Thank you that we have this moment. Father, I pray that, uh, Lord, each and every one of us would be open to your word, open to hearing your voice. Help us to be the best leaders that we can be in Jesus' name. Amen. Each and every one of us have leadership not just in us, but thrust upon us, meaning that you have people or have things in your life that require leadership. Leadership is influence. Leadership is not anything uh, that you have to be born with. Leadership is something that can be taught and can be learned. Uh, Some uh, naturally navigate to it. Some need more uh, help in getting into that space. But each and every one of us, everybody who's listening right now online, you can become a better leader. You can. Uh, and so it's important that you pour into yourself, that you work on yourself, that you realize that um, it is uh, it's detrimental for each and every one of us to continually go through life just trying to get things done does that make sense like if you don't take time to make yourself better you will be continually frustrated with the outcome of the things that you want to do in life and so you have to take this, and so great job of everyone here in, uh, in this room or anybody listening right now, because you're taking time to say, I want to be better. And so I, I want to talk uh, a little bit about this idea of being used up. Leading people is amazing. Jess and I love it. Uh, wouldn't want to do anything else. And... If you're in a, a situation where you're leading someone, um, there are some unique aspects uh, in leading people. Uh, and, and if you've ever been in leadership for any stretch of the imagination, in any stretch of time, you know, okay, there's some unique pieces to leading people. There's also some things I did expect. There's also some things I didn't expect. Uh, one of the things that can happen when you lead people, is that you can lead people or people look at you as somebody who can help them. And when they are in crisis, you are everything to them. When people hit crisis, this especially can happen in the church. When crisis happens, people run to church or run to people in the church that they know that they can help them. When crisis happens and this can happen outside the church as well. When crisis happens, people will go to the most stable person they know. And they will throw themselves at that person. And what happens is they will say, they'll basically look at your your stability and say Okay, I want that in my life because I feel very unstable at this moment. The issue happens as a leader when in your own life, when the person gets out of crisis, a lot of times they will drop you quickly. And they will not go on trying to pour into their life to stay out of crisis the the way that they live their life is crisis hits I run to the most stable when crisis is over I continually go back to my old life when crisis hits I run to the most stable when crisis is over I run to my old life what that does for the person who's stable is makes you feel like you're being used And so when you feel like you're being used, you feel like, well, what? how do I even do this? Or why should I do this? And before you think that this is maybe just you, understand that this happens in leadership all the time. Jesus faced this problem. And I would also say, um, before I get into that with Jesus. I, I, I would also say that people can vacillate between being stable and unstable. So sometimes you feel like you're the stable person and the people in crisis are running to you, but I would also challenge you to look at yourself and say, do I do this? When I'm in crisis, do I look to really stable people to kind of get me on a right footing, and then go back to how I used to live, because none of us are none none of us are out of this equation. Like we're all fighting to be better, and and so this is really important. Not to just look at yourself as oh I'm the stable one, or even look at yourself as I'm the unstable one, or I I I you know people are always in crisis coming to me or da 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 da. And there's a lot of things that I want to get into. Uh, with this thing, but I I do want to highlight Jesus. Actually, this was a a, a an issue that happened with Jesus quite often, but one that was very crystal crystal clear was when ten lepers came came to Jesus. Ten, no, and and leprosy was the uh, that that was the no no of of the biblical time. They actually made colonies for lepers, and that's where you were supposed to live. And when you had to get out of that colony, you had to scream unclean so everybody would run away from you. This was the life they lived. So for 10 people to come up to Jesus, this was not only not supposed to happen, but this was a moment where they were like, okay, uh, this is our, our, our last ditch effort we heard this guy can heal and so he he told these 10 lepers go to the priest show yourself to the priest and you will be healed they go to the priest when they went to the priest they were immediately healed and the and the story continues to say one of them as they were healed came back to Jesus to say thank you And he said, wasn't there 10? But this is the picture of the life of a leader. There's going to be a lot of stuff that you're going to pour out. And you're going to feel like, wasn't there 10? But only one might come back. Or maybe none come back. So if you're looking for praise or if you're looking for people to clap you on the back, if you're looking for people to uh, boost your cred or give you clout or whatever the case may be, being a leader will not be that for you or at least being the right one. If you're looking for people to come and just to say, you're amazing, you're the best thing ever. You're the, you know what, that might happen for a little bit, but it's fool's gold. It's not, it actually doesn't happen when you're actually leading people the right way. There's a lot of times that people will come for your strength, and once you get give that strength, they will leave you. And it's in that moment you have to decide, what kind of leader am I going to be? Am I going to be one that is a leader that only does it for praise or only does it for thanks or only does it for this or that? Or do I I lead because it's the right thing to do? Just the right thing to do. It's just this is how I live my life. And in in this moment, that's where you choose. Okay, I'm going to do that. But a lot of leaders don't choose that way. Once they start getting used what they decide to do next is i'm going to treat people different because i'm not going to be used anymore so what people do then they change how they treat people and they they change how they treat people two ways one of them is they see people now they they only see people as stairs and they see people as stairs as I'm going to walk on these people to get where I need to go. And if I treat people as stairs, they can never hurt me or use me. They flip the script. Leaders do this all the time. Very unhealthy ones will choose to use people. So if I can use people, then they can't use me. I'm telling you this is so dysfunctional. We can all see, oh, I don't want to be that kind of leader, but it's really easy to slip slip in there because you don't want to be used anymore. And so you're and you start and you start looking at people as what they can give you instead of what you can give them. And they also think if they can do this with how they treat people, then the end justifies the means all they see is a goal. Well, if my church is bigger, if my my business is bigger, my bank account is bigger, then who cares how I treat people? And so what happens is that leaders start leading with this idea that the end justifies the means. And they look at a huge church or they look at a huge business or they look at their bank account or they look at what kind of clout they have on social media or whatever the case is and they're like, see, I'm doing it right. But the end doesn't justify the means. If you are treating people terribly and using them to get to a goal, this is not the way that Jesus taught us to lead. And that's not the leader that Jesus has called you to be. And sometimes there might be some moments where you feel like you're being used or you're being used up or you're feeling like you're at the end of your rope. And I'm telling you, that is a good piece to be, a good place to be. It's not a bad place to be. We fight being there all the time. We fight being at the end of our rope. We fight being like, "Oh, I feel like I've poured out everything." We fight feeling like, "Oh, I don't have anything left to give." And we try to get out of that place, but I'm telling you, it's in that place that you actually become the best leader that you can be because you realize you've gotten to the end of yourself and the only way that you can lead now is through Jesus and you start getting into this moment of of desperation where you're like, "I need Jesus to feel fill every piece that feels like it's being used up, and I need Jesus to be the person that I can't be, and I need the power and strength that comes from Jesus to help me be the leader that I cannot be, because I feel like I'm at the end of my rope, and I feel like people are using me, and I feel like I don't have a lot to give, and I feel like I can't be the person that everybody needs me to be. It's in that moment where Jesus starts you, And Jesus starts doing the things that you can't do yourself. And desperation is good. Emptiness is good in the kingdom. But so many times we we, we will try to get out of that and push that away and say, I want to have more and more and more and more. And I get it. I fight that thing too. But it's in the emptiness that Jesus is able to fill you. I want to read this scripture from John chapter 15, verse 4. It says, Remain in me, and I will remain in you. For a branch cannot produce fruit if it's severed from the vine. And you cannot be fruitful unless you remain in me. Yes, I am the vine. And you are the branches. Those who remain in me and I in them will produce much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. What I'm saying is there might be moments in leadership where you're feeling, you're, you, where you feel like you're getting used up. But that's a good thing. I, I know it's, it's. I, I, I know that it's not necessarily something we enjoy. None of us like that. But flip that. Don't look at it as something that feels like, oh, I'm, I'm going to now protect myself. Flip it in that moment and say, okay, now I, I feel like I'm getting used up or I feel like I'm I, I, like maybe some people are maybe taking advantage of me or 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 maybe I feel like Jesus right now where there was 10 but only one came back like where where's all the other ones I've helped I feel that emptiness flip that in a moment and realize that emptiness is where Jesus can fill and help you be the leader that God's called you to be because apart from Jesus you can do nothing and so it's in that moment where you feel like I got nothing left to give okay that's where I need to make sure that I remain in him and he remains in me. Because if I'm remaining in him and he's remaining in me, fruit is a byproduct. I, it doesn't matter if people try to use me because fruit just keeps on coming. It doesn't matter if people come to me in crisis because fruit keeps on coming. It doesn't matter that people are just looking at me for stability because they don't have anything in their own life because fruit keeps coming because i I'm remaining in him, and he's remaining in me, and I'm living in this moment. It feels like heaven fills every void that could ever happen. I'm, I'm remaining in him, and he remains in me. That's why this moment where we pray, that's right the moment where we spend our time opening up God's word, and we push everything else aside and say, God, fill me. Those are desperation moments that cannot be overlooked and cannot look like, well, I'll get to you, God, next day, or I'll get to you in a week, or I have just had a rough couple of days that have gotten me real busy. That moment is actually where you can't be the leader that God's called you to be. You have to set that time aside and say, I'm going to remain in you, and you're going to remain in me. And that's where the fruit comes. And that's where you're being able to be the leader over a long haul. Instead of being the leader that either quits too early Because they feel like they're getting used up, or they surround themselves with walls and people as stairs, and say, "If I use people, they can't use me," and be that kind of leader that looks at people as just an ends to a means. I don't want to be that leader, and I don't want to be the leader who quits before God has asked me to quit. I, I want to be the leader that stays in for the long haul and that sees that sometimes people might use me. But that doesn't mean that I'm at, at an end or that I don't have anything left to give because I'm remaining in him and he's remaining in me and, and fruit just keeps on coming. The last thing I I, I want to say about this Um is there's always these leaders that we get inspired by that seem like nothing phases them. Like if you ever get close to a leader, and and, and maybe a leader that you could look at as successful, if you ever get close to them, you will hear after a while some of their battle scars and battle stories. And it always, it always confounded me when I would hear some of those things because I was like, how can you be so joyful? How can you be good for it? Today and the next day, and the next day, and I was starting, I was like, how can you be so consistently on? Are you fake? Are you, that's my daughter back there. just, she saw me, yelled. I was, I was, I was, I was thinking about this. I was like, how, how can you stay, how, as a leader, how can you stay consistently Above the ebbs and flows of the emotional drain that happens as a leader. Or just life in general. How do you do that? These leaders that I'm inspired by, it's not that they haven't faced a lot of these moments where they felt like they've been used or felt like they've been pushed aside, or felt like they've gone through some of the hardest things in the world. It's not that. The thing that has changed, or has that has um, has been the anchor for them. Has been remaining in Jesus. I'm gonna remain in Jesus, and He's gonna remain in me. I'm, I'm gonna make that priority that and no one touches that. If you're looking for consistency right there. Or if you're looking at your life and seeing you go up and down and up and down and one time I'm really excited about being a leader and leading my business or leading a church or da da da, da. and the next i like everything's terrible and nothing's right and everything if you're finding yourself in that space I'm telling you you're doing it on your own. You just are. But, but the moments that you can just kind of skim the waves and just keep going and going and going and not go up and down and up, it is all dependent. Okay, I'm, just, I'm a remaining in Jesus. And that consistency just keeps you going and going and going so that you don't feel used up. You just feel like you got more and more and more. And I'm not saying that there's not moments you can be sad about something, or moments you're like, oh, that that hurt. But I'm saying you don't let the moment that's sad or the moment that hurt become something you build your life on. You see it, you recognize it for what it is, and then you move it aside because it's not gonna help you move forward. And that's the leader we all wanna be. That's the that's the leader that that consistent. Okay, I'm just going to keep going and going. Even though I face things that feel like are using me up and using me up and using me up, I'm just going to continually remain in him, remain in him, remain in him. I mean, you know, just remain in him. It, it sounds simple, but the consistency is where the real life comes in. And so I'm going to pray for us all Today, uh, everyone who's watching or listening at this moment, Father, we pray, God, for each and every one of us, God, I pray that we would really take this to heart, how to remain in you, God, through all different sets of circumstances, God, letting you produce the fruit. We don't need to produce fruit. You do that. So God, help us to be the most productive that we can by being the most connected to you. And Jesus, I pray for some of us who might feel a little used up right now, or feel like we're scraping the bottom of the barrel. Help that be a warning light that we need you desperately. Not that we need to change something but that we just need to change our time with you. And Father, we're, we're thankful, God, that you give us these moments where we can see, oh, okay, this is, this is where I need to go and this is where I need to be, to be the leaders that you called us to be in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, church, we hope this message has pushed you forward in your leadership and your relationship with God. We can't wait to see you this Sunday or in a connect group. Have an amazing week. We'll see you then.